0: Uh, yeah there are a load of deaths in the sims 4 i mean oh, there are deaths throughout the well, series and in and real four. life i guess yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just
1: bringing it up <laughs>
0: Welcome to the Glasshouse Game Show, recorded in London at Glasshouse Brick Lane. I'm Jordan Erica Webber, and today I'm joined by Alex P. Hello. And special guest Molly, otherwise Hello. known as the English Simmer. Brought in specially because today we're going to talk about all things The Sims uh, in celebration of the 20th anniversary of the series. Uh, But first, Molly, do you want to tell us a bit about yourself, maybe aside from The Sims? So everything else in your life, go. Oh, wow.
1: Uh, Okay, so I've been doing YouTube for the last six years, um, mainly The Sims and then life choices, story-based games. Uh, Also do Twitch um have worked with ea obviously really closely um because of the sims so yeah that's pretty much what i did after university
0: so a lot of ea games as well then like
1: uh yeah like usually stream them more than like on my youtube channel Mm. uh, because streams are just a little bit more relaxed and i get three hours just to explore a game so
0: sure what's the last thing you streamed that wasn't the sims
1: Stardew Valley. Oh, I love some Stardew Valley.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you're a fan? Yeah,
2: probably (laughs) one of of my favorite games of the last decade.
0: Oh, yeah. We had a recent episode where we talked about games of the decade. I think we probably brought it up. It better have been. I missed part of it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, you had to leave halfway through. Shocking. Um, So, yeah, 2020 is the 20th anniversary of The Sims, which came out in the year 2000. Apparently, January 31st in North America and February 11th in the EU, at least that's what Wikipedia says. I don't know if that's actually true. Um, so I have actually been playing the series since then. I was day 10 one. in the year. I don't know if it was day one. I think it was like a Christmas present sure. that year. Yeah. But I was 10, yeah. right? Uh, and I have been playing since then. So this is two thirds of my life has been spent on this game. What about you two? Same. Yeah.
1: Six years old. My wow. My brother brought it home because his friends bought it and then never played with it. So he was like, let's install it. And he like made a family, got bored after like 20 minutes. And I think I stayed up till probably seven o'clock, eight o'clock, just on The Sims, like creating myself. And yeah, <laughs> luckily not at six, uh, at six years old. My dad was like, okay, you do actually have to get to bed at some point. But I played for hours when I first got it.
0: Wow what did the rest of your family think of that?
1: I think like my brothers encouraged it because I mean we always used to play multiplayer games like FIFA and James Bond and stuff like that and so I think they were glad that I had a game that Mm -hmm. I could play and they couldn't beat me at because I always used to cry whenever they (laughs) they beat me (laughs) and they would just be like oh my god this is so annoying so I think they were quite glad that That was on PC and then they could just play like Nintendo and Ah. N64 and stuff like that.
0: Division of the uh, the games. (laughs) Oh, that makes sense. What about you, Alex?
2: Uh, Yeah, I've played it since. Oh, I had a gap. I haven't played the most recent one, but I've played it it since since the first one. Mm. I can't remember what year, but I was actually introduced to it from my older sister um, who Played it a lot. I mean, I don't know how she got into it, I guess, actually, because we were, like, you know, teenagers and brother-sister teenagers. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh, But uh, we only had, we shared a computer, um, uh, I think, but it was on the same computer that we played. And so, like, there was definitely an overlap for The Sims 1 where, uh, you know, waiting for each other to stop playing it so that we could get on. Yeah, uh,
0: The year 2000, I guess, the year of a lot of people just having one, comp- if you even had one, in yeah. the corner of the sitting room, right? I yeah. definitely remember playing The Sims like in, while all my family was there doing other things. Don't look at me whilst I'm woohooing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, you got to save the woohoo for when they go out the room. Yeah. Uh, for people who don't know, woohoo is when The Sims get it on uh, <laughs> and make babies or not, uh, you have the choice.
2: Um, it is one of the first though, I think, like shared game experiences i have with my older sister like the i think the only other one might have been uh like a final fantasy eight mm. i think which was very much like she was kind of reading through the the guidebook and then i was like controlling it oh, or whatever nice. and she, i think she kind of attached to it maybe part of like because it was very it was one of the more anime <laughs> uh mm-hmm. final fantasy eights um but then yeah like and then the sims um
0: According to uh, Rock, Paper, Shotgun, they did a making of The Sims. So this is back in 2008, I guess, for the like, wow, well, coming up on the 10th anniversary of it. Um, and they did this interview with uh, with the maker of The Sims, Will Wright. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and he says, uh, the idea came about, he says, it was 1993 and I just finished Sim Ant. Uh, and he basically says, uh, We had games. these humans. Right, exactly. <laughs> I wanted to ask you about this because he's saying, like, they had humans modeled in the game. And he was wondering, he said, uh, When I finished the game, I'd realized the ants were smarter than the guy was because they had a more robust intelligence. So he was wondering if they could make something similar that simulated human behavior. So you've actually played Sim Ant?
2: Very much.
0: <laughs> okay, very <laughs> much? <laughs>
2: I have played it a lot, yeah.
0: Okay, what's it like?
2: Uh, I mean, it's from, yeah, 93, 94. And I would have, I mean, the extent of, I've played it many times over my life. I've gone back to it a lot because That's it's a great impressive. it's a great game. Play Sim man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I I played it specifically a lot when I was um I mean I was probably eight or nine when I was playing mm. it. Uh and I went back to it a lot because of how kind of robust the I don't know, AI of the of your sim brethren or ant brethren are. Uh, but yeah, you play as a colony events. Um And you control one at a time if you die or something like that. And you can switch between if you're playing as, like, a worker or a soldier uh, or a male. I don't think you can ever play as a queen. I can't remember. Um, Maybe that's DLC. But you build, like, you build a colony, uh, like, under, so it's, there's two views. One is colony view where you're, like, looking uh, cross-section of uh, your colony. So you're, like, building out and creating uh, different rooms um, and mazes or whatever. Kind of, like, dig, SteamWorld dig. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no. And then the other view is overworld, where you're looking top down, and that's where you're kind of actually at, yeah, kind of you have to forage for food uh, to make sure that the rest of your colony is feeding. But it's also then where there's the uh, you're fighting against red ants, oh, the evil course. red yeah, ants, yeah, yeah. Uh, and fighting over resources, and it almost becomes like a
0: an like a RTS, game, yeah, yeah,
2: almost like a real time strategy.
0: This sounds like what you wanted Ancestors to be. Kinda, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: uh because yeah you are kind of controlling one at a time but then there's a lot of really good like uh ai simulation of the mm. group of your colony of your ant colony
0: so um will said to rock paper shotgun when they interviewed with him that uh when the game when the sims was first kind of in development he says it was a battle the first few years uh it was referred to as the toilet game because it was the game where you clean the toilet oh, right. <laughs> Uh, and I guess when you're trying to tell people why you like The Sims, like just from the outside, someone who's never played it, it's like, what, you play this game, yeah. you go to the loo. And <laughs> they're
1: just like, oh, you like, doing chores virtually it's like it's not just about doing chores (laughs) like i don't just make my bed and
0: Mm. go to the toilet (laughs) so the original sims came out in the year 2000 um and then i distinctly remember having like one magazine article about what the sims 2 was going to be like that i would read over and over and over again to build (laughs) excitement for the game do you remember what was new in the sims 2 oh
1: goodness I, that was the first time that like you could actually woohoo for a baby, right? Because it there <laughs> yeah. wasn't it just in the first one you only kissed and then it was like, do you want to adopt a baby? And then the baby just like appeared. Oh, there must yeah. have been
2: aging then in Sims 2. I yes. think was, yeah must have been introduced. Toddler, because I, 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 toddlers. In mm-hmm. Sims 1, it was just always the kids. Did the kids ever get old in Sims 1?
0: No. No, you didn't yeah. have aging at all. The, and when you kissed and had a baby, it would be a baby for a while and then it would turn into a kid. Yeah. And then it would be a kid forever. Yeah so yeah oh, aging that was yeah. so Dream. sad Peter Pan
1: <laughs> I mean yeah uh,
0: so also obviously uh, the, th- the kind of 3D camera because in the original Sims it was all isometric oh, you yeah. only had like four perspectives uh, and aspirations
1: started to be a thing in the Sims 2 yeah fears and wants that system mm. was great in the Sims 2
0: yeah so what kind of stuff was like fears I can't remember so
1: it had like the chemistry system as mm. well so you could choose like your turn-ons and turn-offs And then if someone was, like, smelly around you, you could get into arguments with them. You'd be like, I'm not attracted to you. (laughs) And uh, there's also, I was playing it recently, actually, because I've just reinstalled it. And just, like, the relationships were so much better. Like, it was such a massive step from The Sims 1. Mm. And, like, if your, like, wife cheats on you and you see it, they have, like, a two-week period where whenever they see her, they'll just get angry. Wow. And, like, go and, like, slap her silly and just, like... They hate each other, and even Ford doesn't have a system like that. So Mm. I feel like The Sims 2 was just such a massive jump.
0: Oh, cool. And then The Sims 3 came along in 2009, so five years later. Uh, What did The Sims 3 introduce? So that's the latest Mm, one you've played
1: Open World.
0: And the cynicism <laughs> appears. <laughs> yes, an open world. Uh, Molly is right. So you had that open neighborhood uh, where you could just go downtown without loading screens, uh, which a lot of people miss in The Sims 4. Yes. Who uh, took that out? They did. Yes, they did. They wow. wanted
1: it to run on... Mm, oh, right. Like, that makes sense, yeah. Smaller potatoes. PCs and stuff, yeah. Yes, <laughs> <So> they <laughs> wanted it to run on potatoes. <laughs> Toasters. And... Uh, they also
0: had wishes and goals. Uh, and yes, I guess microtransactions. <laughs> Did that appear in I The mean, Sims 3? That's what
2: I remember The Sims 3. I That's kind of what, because there was always, um, which we'll probably talk about later as far as the mm. business model of The Sims and expansions and all that. There was always that. But I feel like my, what I kind of hit up a wall with, with The Sims 3 and why I kind of dropped the series was because of how much more prevalent that became mm-hmm. uh, and how much more like, uh, well, yeah. How much more prevalent that, and like, kind of in your face, even. Mm. Um, there was and a I think lot they, more different packs. Yeah, they, they introduced like even just like individual and, items. Yeah. I think, which I don't even know if that stayed around the store. because I remember that being a big.
0: Oh yeah, so that's in, three store. That's not a thing anymore. Is it? No, you can't not buy it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: I remember that being a big kind of outrage, but at the same time, it was also when EA, I think, started. Um, oh, as a it, in general, that yeah. company
0: yeah, <laughs> went microtransaction yeah. wild.
2: Uh, so. Yeah, it's kind of the wall I hit with it eventually, mm. but and it's definitely what I remember the Sims 3 introducing.
0: Yeah, that was the that was the game that had all the like like because I bought all the expansion packs because of course I did. I've got them like on my windowsill yeah. at home. Um they had like the IKEA stuff pack, right? Was that in the I Sims 3? I think that 3? was two.
1: Was it two? Yeah, two was Ikea. Well the Sims 3 had Sims the, the Katy had... Perry one. And Diesel. <laughs> and
0: Diesel. Yeah, right, the right, brands. right. Big brands. <laughs> yeah. Very specific, like branded content. Yes. Led to, yeah, a lot of cynicism, I think, from from people. Uh, and then The Sims 4 came out in 2014, so another five years later. Uh, and that introduced...
1: Uh, What's new in The Sims
0: 4? It's kind of a bit more granular. Yeah, I mean... Come on. <laughs> uh. So it's, it's, it's a lot of it's more kind of systemsy, And I think yeah. this led to a lot of uh, disappointment when it came out because it's not as immediately obvious what's new about it. And they did remove a load of stuff. The
1: build system is yeah. impeccable. Exactly.
0: The build system, amazing. Flawless, yeah. Uh, the emotions system as well and how mm. they all interact. Not Some my people faith. don't like it, but it's an entirely new system. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Uh, that they put a lot of work into. Uh, multitasking as well. Yeah. I do. I am thing. a fan wow. of the multitasking. Yeah. So your sim can eat? and watch Watch television, and talk to a friend at (laughs) the same time. If they're
1: tired, they can go and get a bath and fall asleep in the bath, which I think is really cute. Mm. (laughs) And drown? Uh, No, their head just kind of hangs. Yeah, they can't drown in the bath. It's not safe to sleep in the bath, by the way. They can can still drown in the bath. Oh, yes, don't (laughs) sleep
0: in the bath. Yeah, there are a load of deaths in The Sims 4. I mean, there are deaths throughout the series. And in real life. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> just bring it up <laughs> it's a as, simulation as in life there are many ways to die happy uh, new year guys <laughs> but in the sims 4 you can die from things like embarrassment <laughs> and uh, laughter yeah the and, emotions play yeah. a big part in the death that's, that's cute but you do have to get very very intense in that particular emotion in order yeah. for it to happen so i don't think it really happens accidentally very often no you have to push it yeah you really do Um, Did either of you see the uh, infographic that EA released one year into The Sims 4 that was full of like stats on how people were playing it? No? Okay, I'll give you some stats. So in the first year, people had played the equivalent amount of time that adds up to 12,000 years' worth of (laughs) The Sims 4. This is just in the first year that the game was out. Um, They'd created 31 million Sims. Uh, There'd been 5.7 million babies born. The most popular aspiration was love, not Aww. money. Which is very sweet. Uh, they also had this weird stat where they were comparing Sims' marriage and divorce rates to real marriage and divorce
1: <laughs> rates in the United States. Odd choice. How did
0: they get? How did they get all this data?
1: Oh, good question.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it, it's not always online, is it?
1: Um, you can choose. Mm. So yes, there's probably even more stats where people were playing offline. Mm. Mm. Or you have they to be online. Extrapolated
2: to... the amount, like they took the percentages based off the of people who were online, and then just extrapolated that. You, maybe there average. is a change,
1: though. You do have to be online to launch it, mm. which is really unfortunate when you're traveling. And you, do just do. Yeah. Like you have to be logged into Origin, like oh, already yeah. to launch it. Oh,
0: origin, okay. Yeah, <laughs> EA. Um, so yeah, so there were 40 percent of Sims were married versus 51 percent of real humans in the United States. Uh, but divorced, only 2% of Sims got divorced versus 40% in the real-life United States. Because you
1: just kill them instead. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, why do you think people aren't getting divorced in the Sims? Because they think kill them. Yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> or they just want to be mean, like, oh, they grow old together. Yeah, it's, mm.
2: it's sort of a way. I mean, it's a lot of The Sims, at least how I played it, was an escapism. And I mm-hmm. imagine that if you are trying to marry somebody in the game, it's probably an idealistic... Uh,
1: it's very american dream yeah like, utopia oh, yeah. kind of uh, build your suburban house and yeah get all, work hard get all this because you can't
2: even live in a flat you have to live
1: oh in no a, yeah you can
0: oh no, no oh yeah, yeah. Okay, no cool. welcome to the sims 4 apartment <laughs> living uh the most common deaths in the sims 4 in the first year were old age so again people playing aspirationally 32 percent 18 percent from hunger yeah. So people just starving 18%. their percent
1: That's just locking a Sim in a room, isn't it? <laughs> Waiting for them to
0: die. And 14% from fire, which is yeah, people just setting their houses on fire. Uh, 105 million woohoos in the first year. The average Sim has four times as much sex as a US married couple, <laughs> according to this infographic. Um, and there were 3,000 deaths by laughter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How many? That's a hard one. <laughs> yeah. An
2: achievement for that.
0: Um, <laughs> I can't remember how many copies of the various Sims games do you think have been sold? So all of the offshoots, all of the main games, and this is also just according to Wikipedia and it's an oh. estimate. So like just a rough.
2: Including class. a expansion pack as a one sale. Oh,
0: I don't know. I would have I mean, copies I sold across the franchise.
2: I'm sure it's millions of you do across the f- franchise.
0: Yeah. yeah. So Wikipedia reckons, and this is from uh results that were uh released in twenty sixteen nearly two hundred million copies of sims games wow, that probably includes expansions I yeah feel like. I mean the original sims sold eleven million apparently wow. so it's still a wildly popular yeah, game. yeah for sure mm. uh, and in the uh in the last year, so uh, e a released their third quarter of the financial year twenty nineteen uh results and they said our sims 4 community grew by 4.8 million unique players last year and we just crossed one billion dollars in lifetime revenue for the game so what more than a billion dollars from the sims 4 alone which is pretty impressive no it's a lot no, it doesn't it, surprise it a me lot for sure with pocket all the change. packs yeah <laughs> for uh, ea oh. maybe
2: pocket change <laughs> <laughs>
0: we're not sure how much money they have um so i if this works, I was going to do... Because one of the things uh, that has kind of changed across the series is the way that they do personality traits. Uh, so in the... Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if... I think he's maybe recognized you. <laughs> um so you've got uh, in all of the different uh, Sims games, you could give your Sims personalities, right? Even in the first one,
1: yeah, yeah you could. You had the points system. And yes. It was like playful or angry or
0: I am five nights lazy or
1: <laughs> outgoing, and you, yeah, it I usually goes cool. off your star sign as well. I, star signs were maybe Sims two,
0: yeah, yeah. I think they
1: maybe even had them in, yeah. I can't, Gosh, remember, I can't remember
2: actually. I feel like it was, I mean, it's a lot more basic in one the first one for mm, sure yeah but there was definitely
1: it was definitely the points like
2: yeah
0: but in uh in the sims 4 there's only three personality traits although you can get extra ones for like achieving things mm-hmm. so you can kind of unlock like you live your life and then
2: you yeah how, whatever however you're living it get something you so as, I, as i've mentioned before room.
0: like uh if you date a load of sims then you can get the player <laughs> trait. yes, yes. Uh, that means people won't be jealous of you uh, which is probably <laughs> not how it works how in real life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but i thought we could uh we could run a t- they introduced this system uh where you can instead of fussing with all the kind of creator sim stuff which i love but you know it takes me like two hours you can just answer these questions to figure out what your sim is like so i, I thought we i thought we'd uh, <laughs> run it by you and find out what your sim self let's is like let's do it So, uh, easy question. Are you young, adult, adult, or elder? What what do you reckon? (laughs) It's Uh, already invasive.
2: Yeah, I guess this is adult.
0: You're an adult? uh, All Just about. You have have got a child. Just about. Child, beard. (laughs) (laughs) Job. Job, yeah. Okay, so it's time to hit the nightclub. And do you dance the night away, scope out the DJ, or hang with your friends?
2: Is there an option of not going to the nightclub?
0: Uh, We can do... (laughs) You can skip. Yeah, we Uh, can do new question.
2: Uh, yeah, I just, well, I've literally, I don't, I would not go to a nightclub. Okay,
0: new question. <laughs> uh, do you want to take turns? Well, yeah. I, you're not doing anything, so. <laughs> oh, wow, this is small. I know. Yeah, so you're obviously not supposed to run The Sims 4 on a uh, MacBook. <laughs> <but> <laughs> Air. Med-
1: meditation is an excellent way to relax. Best done in the sauna. I'm too caffeinated for it.
2: I've got a coffee right next to me. So two so. caffeinated. <laughs> caffeinated.
1: There we go.
0: Okay, next question. Home is where my stuff is, where the heart is, or where I feel safest?
2: Um, I guess because I take my heart everywhere I go. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is looking and very I don't mean, literally. <laughs> I don't mean anatomy. I mean you know I'm always if I'm traveling, I'm traveling with my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. uh, but I, when we're traveling, I wouldn't say that I feel like I'm at home. Okay. So
1: say so where your stuff is I or where you feel so. safest. Where uh, your no, stuff is.
2: The, yeah. Just because uh, I mean,
1: there's the materialistic trait. <laughs> 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 when taking a quiz, I never cheat, pick answers randomly, or cheat with online guides.
2: Are you? Can you have playing cards when you're taking a quiz? Oh, like this isn't
0: in, in school, right? I this guess so, yeah. Like a We don't call them quizzes over here.
1: Sorry. Do we in the UK? No. Like uh, it's like pop quizzes and Yeah. You yeah. get them like every week.
2: Um Gosh, I guess I would I wouldn't cheat. I don't think I've
0: That's no, not really. Never that an option. Never yep. Cheat.
1: Never cheat. there
3: we go. Nerd.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, the world is in peril. What do you do? Go undercover. Trade in others' fears, or, <laughs> or you are the peril. Wow.
2: <laughs> I like the question. I would want to know what the <laughs> what, what the results mean. Um, gosh, what was the first one? Go undercover. Yeah, I'm probably a coward. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Run and think,
0: hide. I don't think that's a personality trait, is it? Coward.
1: Um, materialistic there's, coward. There's a uh, the one that came with. Camping squeamish. Oh, squeamish. Maybe, oh, but that's just not liking bugs. Yeah, there's not like a yeah, scaredy cat the one. The, per- the world has loads of bugs. <laughs> uh, whenever I visit the ocean, how do I feel right at home? I want to keep swimming s- swimmers safe or hungry. I love seafood. <laughs> 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 it's that one. <laughs>
2: um, of those, yeah, could be. Um, I've never really. Stuck my hand into the water and grabbed something and just <laughs> just <laughs> uh, chowed down. Yeah, a but usually I guess there's probably a lot of good restaurants on the seaside. Mm. That's fair to yeah. say.
0: You've eaten at restaurants where they have the the food yeah, for in sure. tanks and stuff. Oh yeah. yeah. So hungry.
2: Um, I mean, I don't. It's not like I see the ocean in my stomach. <laughs> we could go crumbling. for a new question. No, no, I like go. it. <laughs> um, I I mean, I really like I like being on the ocean for sure, but it's not some it's something where I feel like. This is a place away from home that I'm mm. enjoying, mm. so I feel like that's at least the most relevant to hung the
0: I love how much thought you're putting into this. <laughs> yeah, this is great. <laughs> this is this so is the for real. one. <laughs> we got
1: to take this seriously. We're doing the hunger one. Yeah. yeah let's okay. Do it. There we go.
0: <sighs> okay. How many more questions have we got? Oh, three. So we're like halfway through. Okay. Okay. My family wants me to respect tradition. What does that mean? Honoring tradition is important. I'll forge my own traditions, or traditions aren't for me.
2: Traditions aren't for me.
0: That was very quick. (laughs) No No discussion. (laughs) I hope Alex's family isn't watching.
1: What kind of group do I want to be a part of? The kind that betters society. Me and my imaginary friends. Um, What does that one say? I lead, others follow. (laughs) Uh, Uh, So Alex is the director here. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do the first one. (laughs) The kind that betters society. Uh, Yeah, that sounds nice. I'm trying to guess what these traits are going to be. I see trash
0: all over the beach. What do I do? Clean it up immediately. Try not to add to the mess. Or nothing. It reminds me of home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. I like
2: how they try to give a positive spin on the inaction.
0: <laughs> yeah? Is that what you're going
1: for? Uh,
2: no. I mean, I'm not going to clean up the entire beach. So that could be gonna... like four... It could be however many... Uh, beaches are huge. Yep. And it's just... And then you've um, got
1: the ocean as well.
2: Uh, I would um, notify the authorities.
0: <laughs> so you're you're going to try and not add to it. Yeah, I'm not going
2: to add to okay. it. Um, yeah.
0: Okay. Okay, it's got two of your traits down. It d- we don't know what they are, but... Oh,
1: What's the best music to dance to? High energy, in music. <laughs> <laughs> I make my own jams. <laughs> or slow music, make it romantic.
2: Um I'll do we'll do the high energy one. I like how they hop in I like music. the use of the word hopping. <laughs> you like to hop. Yeah.
1: Oh, I think this might be the last one. <gasps> okay.
0: So what defines success? Gosh, geez, deep questions. <laughs> um having many friends, being rich, or bettering the world.
3: Um
2: better in the world feels so vague and too idealistic uh, i would almost you? say like more of a let's just say friends
0: <laughs> so reluctant <laughs> uh i mean I if guess. like if the
2: if the better in the world was a little bit more like personable i guess like because that's too not that everybody is very vague or it's not even as vague it feels unattainable like
3: where you can only be successful
2: than... if you've made the world a better place, which I mean, yeah, is really big and grand, but like if they'd just been a little bit more like a leave your mark on the world in a positive way or something like that. I think that's what they're going for.
0: I don't think they mean fix the world. All right. I mean,
2: if what they're going for, then we'll say that one.
3: Okay.
0: Dun, da, da. Dun, da, da, da. <laughs> so this is you.
2: ponytail god (laughs) I love that
0: uh, Kit what camera should we hold this up to Um,
2: take a screenshot we'll pop it in I'll
0: hold it up to this one (laughs) we'll see if uh, obviously so the game allows you to change your appearance and gender and things Uh, it has some really cool
2: those trousers yeah
0: they've got like a like a neat little patch
1: hippie vibe on Mm. them
0: so uh, let's find out more about you so your, uh, your lifetime aspiration is mansion baron. Oh. Uh, you are <laughs> all about owning the biggest, fanciest home. Okay. I think that's because you said home is where my stuff is. Right, okay. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's definitely the materialism. Uh,
0: but on the plus side, your personality traits are good. So you become happy around Sims with positive moods. You can donate to charity. You become sad when interacting with evil Sims and you can discuss world peace.
2: Okay. So kind of Bill Gatesy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, you are neat these sims become happy and have fun when performing household chores mm. can have a cleaning frenzy and become really uncomfortable in dirty surroundings
2: mm. I mean mm. Mm-hmm. What's the next one?
0: <laughs> and the third one is Dance Machine. These Sims can't wait to get down, boogie, and party all night. When at venues like bars, nightclubs, and lounges, these Sims can get a burst of energy with the party time interaction. That is Alex. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I like dancing with my daughter a lot. Yeah.
1: Oh,
0: that's <laughs> cute. Uh, so, your career is a uh, secret agent. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's because you
1: would hide under the peril. Oh, right. Okay.
2: Oh, uh, undercover. Yeah.
0: You live life unnoticed as a covert operative. Uh, your main skill oh, you've got two skills here dancing, which is understandable from being a dance machine, <laughs> and also fishing.
2: Fishing?
1: Yeah. Oh, it's because wow. you grab the seafood.
2: Okay. Have you ever uh, been fishing? Yeah. But like, I have a l- hand just a handful of times and like with my extended family because they're
0: country yeah it seems (laughs) like a very u.s yeah countryside most fishing i've ever
2: done is in stardew valley so
0: (laughs) (laughs) well you love stardew valley so that's appropriate uh and then starting funds are standard so no extra money for you i'm afraid but yeah what do you think about your sim self accurate
2: um as accurate as a 10 question personality test (laughs) might be (laughs) (laughs)
0: remember the music from the original sims build mode
2: i couldn't sing it
0: no i mean i
2: can picture the piano smooth jazz yeah (laughs) uh It was good, actually. I remember losing myself a lot in the build mode because of the...
1: Whenever I hear it, like, because they use it on The Apprentice quite a lot. And everyone, like, (laughs) tweets, like, oh, my God, Sims music on The Apprentice (laughs) at this time. And, uh, yeah, we all go back and listen to it, like, the nerds that we are. That's wild. But because it's, like, such a, like, Mm. smooth jazz, like, little piano track.
2: And the thing was just enough where it didn't really repeat. Yeah. um, Which I think can be the problem with a lot of, like, Kind of similar games, uh, building games or whatever, where you just you. It was just long enough where you could zone out, and it wasn't so um, like in your face or like there was no actual vocal, so you couldn't like recognize that that was the repeat. Uh,
0: Alex Robert Ross wrote an article about this for Vice. Uh, So there were six songs in the build uh, mode track. He said, the six songs eased into your headphones as soon as you paused time to do some ambitious landscaping or find the perfect roof. For a time in the early 2000s, millions of kids were listening to impressionistic, semi-improvised mood jazz without even knowing it. Uh, There are... Uh, playlists on YouTube where you can just have them on repeat for like ten hours. I was listening to one the other day.
1: <laughs> yeah, we do it on our streams quite a lot. Ah. Like a lot of us use like just the ten hour, and then it kicks into. I use one as my sub alert on Twitch, and it, I don't know. Am I allowed to say vagina? <laughs> yes, <laughs> so, say whatever you want. So there's, there's this song from that was The Sims. Such a non <laughs> <I was like, laughs> There's this one on uh, The Sims on holiday, which sounds like vagina pineapple. Okay. And it says like vagina pineapple over and over and then goes into yodeling. And I don't know. If Is this know. in Simlish? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, but I wanted to talk about Simlish actually. It sounds exactly like vagina pineapple. So that's your
0: sub Yeah. So anytime you get a new subscriber on Twitch, it says vagina pineapple. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. And everyone Are joins Are we allowed in. to say pineapple? <laughs> we
1: just know it's grapefruit she can't eat <laughs> yeah um Fine, we're pineapple.
0: before we move on to talk about simlish i just wanted to say so that original music was composed by jerry martin who was the audio director at maxis at the time alongside doobie brothers saxophonist Stop. mark russo and <laughs> oh, jazz pianist john r Burr. wow yeah
2: doobie brothers huh
0: yeah <laughs> uh so yeah simlish um does anyone know any simlish i know susul susul yeah i don't
2: know if it's real but it's the one that is stuck in my head zabadoo, zab-a-doo. oh yeah
0: zabadoo yeah. isn't that what you say when you like like someone I mean, zabadoo I mean, yeah <laughs> like. and then
1: there's Yeeb yeah we all yip-yip. say that to each other quite a lot <laughs> when we get out to events like if anything's going on we're like yip <laughs> <laughs> i love the idea that of like sims
0: youtubers as like this little like sub oh it's of great. humanity it's
1: just like hanging out with my best friends like whenever we get together we just all stay up till like 4am amazing We're just talking about random <laughs> so stuff
0: you all meet at the like ea events i presume but then you're all kind of based around the world
1: yeah all oh, over okay. the world so it's really cool just to like every every six months just meet up with everyone oh cool play the game and hang out with each other
0: um Speaking of Simlish, uh, so as you mentioned, there is Simlish music in the games, uh, mm-hmm. including some real-life artists have recorded their own songs in Simlish. Is
2: it like Klingon? Like, there's an actual? Have they like translated? Oh, they, they
0: they had to sing it in Simlish. <laughs> yeah, there's no. So there aren't like. V- there's no grammar in right. Simlish. Really, there are a few things that do mean specific words, like Solsol and like Nubu. I think or something means yeah, like Nubu baby. It's an, an expressionistic right? language. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Any ideas what artists we were mentioning? One of these artists, I know Perry yes, Katy Perry. Yes, Katy Perry, huge in the Sims world. Yeah, her own Sims 3 expansion. Kenny G.
1: I, she did last Friday night in Simlish. Yeah, remember that vividly. Uh, there was one recently in Sims 4 University, and I think it was a rapper, and everyone lost it like, everyone heard it because it's a really like prominent song right now and i can't remember the artist and it's going to annoy me i've but got
0: a i've got a list here um M&M. I've, I've, <laughs> I've, I've i've i haven't heard of some of these but carly ray jepson all right has recorded yeah. her music in simlish uh hot chip okay don't know who that is sorry uh janelle favorite Band. i know who that is is <laughs> it stop lying
2: <laughs> you, you love some no i do actually really like hot chip do
0: you? <laughs> okay well there we go uh janelle Monet. she's great uh paramore so these are people who oh, have yeah, done paramore. songs in simlish, in simlish. Oh. apparently according to kataki walking on sunshine is oh, no, also, according to the
1: there's a simlish version of walking on sunshine amazing which is one of my favorites <laughs> whenever i hear it on my sims radio i usually have to turn the radio down for like youtube videos because a lot of it even though it's in simlish it still picks up on like sure. the music mm. tones and so like because twitch isn't like as on it like sometimes i'll just like do it a little bit and then I heard walking on sunshine. I was like, I didn't even know this was in the <laughs> game. This is amazing.
0: I tend to not build radios in my Sims houses because it frustrates me that yeah. they just always put them on. Yep. <laughs> Constantly. It's like go to bed. The radios on.
2: <laughs> you don't sleep with the radio ever? No. no. I mean, nobody sleeps with the radio anymore, because nobody has radios anymore. But <laughs> please don't say
0: that. As someone who works in radio. <laughs> <laughs> but no,
2: I mean not an actual radio. You'll oh, have sure, a, sure, sure. you know, you'll still have a way to play uh radio stations mm-hmm. but like you don't have a wireless <laughs> Nor is like a boom box or something like... <laughs>
0: uh also my chemical romance kelly Rowland, and katie perry of course and there are many more these are just a few that i grabbed from this article um so one of the things that I wanted to talk about with the Sims is kind of its audience. So obviously there's, a, there's a big tie in with like pop culture mm-hmm. with the Katy Perry stuff. You've got, you get a kind of particular idea of what the audience of the Sims is like. And I couldn't find any stats that prove this, but there is yeah. a stereotype that the people who play the Sims are mostly women mm-hmm. and young.
1: Yeah. Skewed yeah. younger. I would skewed say. Skewed
0: young. Um, so there's this perception of The Sims as a casual game. You hear this a lot. Uh, we even heard this when we were talking about gateway games to get people who don't play a lot of games into games. Someone yeah. was like, The Sims is an easy on-ramp. And I was like, I object. <laughs>
1: Depends how deep you want to go into The Sims.
0: <laughs> yeah, this. I mean, I, like I said, I've been playing it for 20 years and there's still new stuff that I'm learning about oh, it. Yeah.
2: Maybe if you started them with, maybe The Sims 1 is a little I would dated say, now, but if you yeah. started with Sims 2, mm. maybe it's a bit of an easier on ramp i would say
1: minus the needs because the needs go down like crazy Mm. in the sims 2 i was recently playing a pregnant woman in the sims 2 i was like (laughs) whoa this is so much harder than the sims 4 Because like her bladder just kept going down she had to have like six naps a day (laughs) i was like this is very realistic but also this is so hard to look after the sim
0: yeah it's the sims is a hardcore game like there's a lot of stuff to manage you got to like you got to manage your needs and your wishes and your money and your relationships. Yeah,
1: I definitely like. think on how it how you play it mm. definitely adds to like the difficulty or takes away from it. I mean, people say it's a casual game. I have over 3000 hours in The Sims 4. <laughs> and I know that's a very extreme cuz I do have to play it every day. Like yeah. this is my full-time <laughs> job. But it, it's it's not. I I actually retweeted a tweet the other day that said um Everyone says The Sims is a casual game, but I've never known anyone to be casual about their relationship. I've actually with got the this Sims. tweet right here. So this
0: is Nora Reed on Twitter. It's funny to me that The Sims is listed as a casual game because I have never known a single person who has had a casual relationship with The Sims. You're
1: either in it or yeah. you don't really
0: play it. This is the thing, like what what determines a casual game? Because by any metric that you would say this is a casual game, I feel like The Sims doesn't count so like approachability as we've said like quite difficult to get into uh complex i was saying I in guess, this other episode i guess
2: the um the difficulty to get into is really just dependent on like your motivation to get into it because obviously like i mean my just thinking of not even just my own introduction but i mentioned how my sister played it mm. like she didn't really play a lot of games but she had heard about this or read about this game or whatever and she you know, devoted time to get into it, mm-hmm. and it was still a yeah. game that she became like, and she, she still plays. So I think these games to this day, kind of thing. So I'd, I'm not sure if
0: I, and, I just I'd, think back to the people I've known who have like looked at my screen and been like, "Nope, too many <laughs> menus." <laughs> yeah,
2: um, I do wonder if it's because I think I feel like it can be both. Like you can uh, you can approach The Sims if it's something that you want to get in. Like I don't yeah. think it's some like it's some it's an unapproachable game. No, because uh, no. that's all, that's got to be like they're not going to design their game around that it's just, otherwise they're never going to get any new it players it definitely right, changes so.
1: with each like iteration of it as well I think for The Sims 4 they've aimed for a very younger audience like yeah. t- young teens like they've made it more approachable to them like I remember when Get Famous came out and they invited like loads of big like instagram influencers and stuff and oh, you could no. see that they kind of wanted that because it was about being basically a social media influencer they wanted those people to experience it and you can kind of see that they've kind of skewed younger with the sims 4 they've Whereas, introduced
0: stuff in the sims 4 like like auto- sim autonomy is quite high isn't it like yeah, they will go and so they'll go pee if they need to pee yeah. you don't have to tell them to yeah Whereas in the previous games, like your pregnant sim, like you've got to be like go to the
1: loo, go to the loo, micromanage them. Yeah. Okay.
2: I remember because I feel. I mean, I haven't played four, so I don't know how things have changed. Um, But I feel like it's a game that you can, uh, that you can play, um, like easy entry. But then there's a lot of systems that you can engage with if you want Mm -hmm. to, and Mm -hmm. like get more out of it. Like they're very good. Those systems are have good feedback on you, and like. Whatever other kind of dopamine hits that when you're playing the game, but you can also not engage with those systems and have it as a very basic yeah. uh, thing. And like, sure, like you might run into problems or something like that, but those problems are also like part of the game in The Sims. Like, mm. if you're, uh, well, whatever, if you drown or you're or there's a fire in your house, like that's all part of like the the scramble of of uh, this uh, of sure. this game. It's so,
0: not
1: like you really get like game over. Yeah. in The Sims. Yeah, the amount of people who c- tell me like how do I start a new game? I'm like, wow, they really need to work on like <laughs> talking these people through it. Cause like people have been playing a family and then they just add a new family to the neighborhood but then they don't realize that the other uh, family like continues mm. when they're not playing yet. And they're like, uh, like, cause every single series I do I start a new save file, like it's completely blank. And I've had to make a video about how to start a new save file cause so many people have asked me about it. Wow,
0: that. that's
1: pretty wild. <laughs>
0: But yeah, when it, I mean, it, like you say, there's a lot of complexity there. So that implies not necessarily a casual yeah, game. Yeah, but it's a
2: complexity that you don't have to engage with, no. I guess is thing. Like, I I mean, think, yeah. something like Dwarf Fortress or something, all of those systems are kind of, you have to engage with them. And it's a very like,
0: right. that's but a very
2: obtuse game. Talking but, about
0: complexity is a different metric than approachability. So however we feel about how approachable the game is, like a casual game to me implies something that doesn't have a lot of complexity to it. I don't, want, I don't want to name examples because I don't want to seem like I'm like, <laughs> no, having no. a go I mean, at casual
1: games. I think
2: but. that, you yeah, know, no, I mean, but I think, the, I guess, I think, I feel like The Sims can be both. And yeah. And like, that's a good thing. I think like, you that's, can choose to play it casually. Yeah, you, you
1: can pick it up, you can leave it whenever you want. Yeah. And you don't, f- like, have to complete anything. Mm. And I, I feel like that's most with, like, sandbox games.
2: And it's kind of the strength of it, realistically. Because if it was just a obtuse game, then... Uh, well, you're cutting off obviously a huge portion of the people who mm. would want to play it, can play it, and at the same time, the reason why it's so, why you have people who play three thousand hours of it, and it's kind of <laughs> the only game they play, is because of that. That, compl- <laughs> that complexity is there if yeah. you want for the people who want it, but it doesn't. You don't have to engage with that complexity for it to still be fun.
0: So talking about it as a game for a majority female audience. uh, So in this interview with Rock Paper Shotgun that Will Wright did, he said he used to call it Dollhouse. Mm -hmm. um, But in one of the focus groups, discovered that that didn't test well with 14-year-old boys. So stopped calling it that. But that obviously is kind of where it came from. But then um, he was asked, I think Kieran Gillen was interviewing him, uh, if that uh, was uh, why so many women liked the game was that it was basically this kind of high-tech dollhouse. And he says, not necessarily. Um, and says, I don't think the reason women bought it was because they wanted to play with dolls. I think if anything, real women have a higher standard of leisure entertainment than men do. They tend to go for entertainment that's a little bit more expressive and connects back to them and has some personal meaning. Does that kind of...
1: Yeah, I think it was like one of the first games that introduced like, not a protagonist in a sense, but like you could customize your character. Mm. And yeah, the customization options weren't great back in The Sims 1, but you could have female and male. Mm. You could choose to create yourself if you wanted to. I think that's what connects a lot of people to The Sims when they first like look at it. Like you see The Sims faces on the cover and you're like, oh, I can relate to them.
0: Oh, speaking of which, so um, LGBT content has been there in The Sims since the very beginning. Uh, in The Sims 4, you've got uh, specifically LGBT families, which I think may be the first time that that's been in the race game. Yeah, I
1: think there was one in three where it kind of, the description hinted to it, mm. but then you chose to play it in that way or not. Whereas the Sims 4 like, they physically say it in the description and the like romantic relationship show it. You, you
0: wanna know what the uh the gay couple in um what's the pet town called? Cats and dogs. It, yeah, in in cats and dogs the expansion, uh Brindleton Bay. Yes. There's a gay couple. You wanna know what they're called?
2: <laughs> Go on. <laughs>
0: they are called Brent and Brant. <laughs> <Very good. laughs> they're very like a uh, muscular. I remember the first time I came across them I was playing as a female sim and I was like, excellent.
1: Yeah. Are you single? <laughs> no, I've got a husband. Yeah. Oh, right, do you know right, right. where that came from? Where? So it's the, you know, the, good, life, the right. good dogs rating. And yes. someone replied and was like, why do you post oh. all of these dogs? And they replied, they're good dogs, Brent. And so <laughs> they took his name and added it into the game. Because the house they the live in
0: is called it's a good house yeah
1: right (laughs) so they basically just memed cats and dogs it was great
0: their their dog is called rosie uh there's also a there's two women uh, who are in love in island living Mm -hmm. uh oleana and garter and Layla eels uh so this and that's a kind of Layla came to the island and fell in love with a woman who was there and already had a child they've got these kind of deep backstories which i think is quite nice uh have you heard about how same-sex relationships made it into the original game
1: yeah wasn't that wasn't it like a glitch at first like was i've read something uh
0: so simon parkin wrote this article for the new yorker um, where basically uh, at E3 1999, so the year before the game came out, as he puts it, an unplanned illicit kiss between two of the game's background characters made The Sims the talk of the show. <laughs> so apparently initially EA wasn't going to go with same-sex yeah. relationships. I guess they were worried about it being controversial. But they uh, hired a new programmer called Patrick J. Barrett the III, uh, <laughs> and he didn't have anything to That's do. Well, (laughs) he didn't have anything to do uh, while his supervisor was gone. So they gave him an old design document to work from, not expecting him to be able to do anything with it. And he created the entire social interaction or like the foundation for social interactions in the game, including same-sex relationships. Um, And he says, uh, so he happens to be a gay person as well. um, And he, so he created this. And then he says that everyone expected that EA would take it out. But then they took it to E3 and uh, they staged this wedding for people to see. And then two of the women at the wedding just started making out with each other. <laughs> and it was the talk of the show. All right. Um, I he mean, the FBA
2: was a different company then as well, 1999 compared to... Yeah, I mean, everyone
0: was different in 1999. <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't think two Sims of the same sex could get married in The mm. Sims mm-hmm. 1. But they could and then kiss. I think in The Sims 2, they could have a partnership. And then obviously when it was legalized and stuff in The Sims 3 and 4, and they can now get married mm. and just have... full ceremony
0: Mm. Uh, barrett says uh you might say they stole the show i guess straight guys that make sports games loved the idea of controlling two lesbians (laughs) that makes sense (laughs) Uh, they had this interesting system for determining sexual orientation in the first game where it was basically determined by how you played it so if you got your female sim to start hitting on other women Mm -hmm. she would develop a preference Mm. for women um The Sims wasn't the first game to enable same-sex relationships. Uh, So apparently, a game that came out in 1998 allowed same-sex marriage. Marriage? Yeah, what do you reckon? It's a role-playing game.
2: Um, Well, if you hadn't said marriage, I might have guessed Persona.
0: Mm -mm. It's a Western role-playing game. Uh, Uh, It's post-apocalyptic.
2: Oh, Fallout, eh?
0: Yeah, Fallout. Fallout 2, I think, specifically. All right. Um. So you've got you've got women, you've got LGBT content. Oh, and they've introduced this new... I don't know if you know this in The Sims 4, they introduced a new update where you could create sims with different...
1: Um, body types. Yeah, body so types. So you can and... basically have a feminine sim with a masculine frame. Mm. They can choose to wear masculine clothes if mm. they want to, which was really... That was huge. Mm. I think that came... God, 2015, 16? Yeah. So it wasn't then. there when the game came out,
0: yeah they introduced it. And things like you can have a, a sim with a female frame that can pee standing up, right? Yep. So it's behaviors, mm. uh, things like that, which is really cool. And they've started introducing um, like trans or non-binary characters yep. into the expansion packs as well. Yeah,
1: like some of them are still, like people just read them as mm. being those characters. I guess if you can relate, then that's amazing. Uh, but again, in island living there was a trans character Mm. which was really cute to see i think they still had a masculine frame but they were wearing like a bikini top and a sarong and stuff
0: there's a in the magic what's the magic one called
1: Oh yeah, Realm of Magic.
0: Realm of Magic. There's a uh, like a male frame Sim, yes, who wears some feminine clothes and also can't impregnate your female Sims, which I discovered when I married him and tried to have his baby. Yeah, Morgan. <laughs> yes, Morgan, Morgan. Ember. Yeah, or they. I guess I don't know yeah. what. I, they I still don't have they. pronouns, don't do. No, they?
1: Uh, that's uh, that's one discussion that I've brought up a lot with EA. Um, and then someone actually in my comment section or it was on Twitter or something when I suggested it, they were like, yeah, but it's really difficult because if you think how globalized the Sims is and Mm. they make it in so many different languages, not every language like has, um, they then pronouns and obviously a lot of like the verbs are gendered and stuff. So we're currently like trying to have discussions around like how could that be possible in different languages. Because okay. you obviously don't want to offend like audiences, but you also want people to represent themselves the best that you can. Mm. So we've had the discussion of like maybe just adding your own pronouns, yeah, and then just kind of do with that what you will. Because I'm sure there's people in those countries who are, who non-binary, are non-binary and, uh, and use well, a form sure, of they/them yeah. pronouns. So it's
0: a really interesting conversation that's happening around like translation and stuff, mm. uh, gender neutral pronouns in languages that don't have that built in yeah um interesting to read up on um in terms of representation uh how about race do you have a sense for how inclusive the series has been for people of color
1: i would say very um but the, there have been issues mm. um i remember in the sims one it was only like what, one or two skin tones and mm. the same in sims 2 um sims 4 i feel has been the best up until this point
0: they did do an update in 2018 where they added 10 new darker skin tones still and needs new work curly hair type yeah, yeah the
1: curly hair they're really making a move on like that was something that they struggled to do for a while but the hair textures if you go back to like sims 4 base game and then look at the most recent expansion They've come on like leaps and bounds. Um, Polygons versus actual... (laughs) The skin tones definitely need some work still because a lot of people are saying they look very ashy. There's kind of like a weird Mm. glitch with like red undertones. So Mm. it's not the best
0: and stuff with the makeup as well yeah right? the makeup is
1: terrible just yeah. does not suit dark skin tones whatsoever
0: there's a lot of um custom content being made by black simmers though uh, so there are there's a tumblr the black simmer.tumblr.com mm-hmm. uh, basically just entire communities of, of black simmers creating custom content for each other to use yeah. uh, so i'll link a few articles uh, in the description um uh, a question for you, if you wanted to get political. So, the inclusion of different kinds of Sims is obviously a, a kind of political statement in itself. <laughs> I just well, because I feel like we ought to acknowledge sure, yeah. that the Sims is uh, it's ca- the capitalist dream, yeah, it's a in utopia, a sense for sure, um, uh,
2: which is like kind of um, even to go back to other Max's stuff um, with like Sim City and everything. They do model very. Uh, capitalist societies. I mean, in Subsidy 4, uh, well, probably all of them, but specifically 4, which had probably the deepest simulation mechanics, <clears throat> you'd get to, like, a point where you're uh, coming to the realization of gentrification <laughs> uh, mm. and because, like, you know, all of your industry uh, requires a certain education level of, uh, of workers, of, like, working class workers and at the same time, those working class workers are Demanding better neighborhoods, but if you make the neighborhoods too nice, then uh other you know wealthier sims move into those neighborhoods mm-hmm. and so you're just constantly like having to balance this uh this workforce in your in your design of your city um and it's kind of grim sometimes, <laughs> I guess making those decisions so then uh which i like I don't really think that that's something that you know the developers really engage with as a statement. it's just a kind of simulation that. They built.
3: Mm. Uh,
2: I don't know how much Maxis. I mean, I don't, Maxis doesn't really make these games anymore, I guess. But uh, uh, engage with the kind of like idealistic capitalist utopia that The Sims yeah, inherently is,
0: because sure. I mean, it is it is a world in which you know anyone can just become rich by yeah. working hard enough. I mean, and if you do the right things, you will get promoted. There's yeah, no, like and
2: it just I mean the literal. Gameplay loop is consumerism. Mm -hmm. It's you get more (laughs) money, so you can might make uh get nicer stuff and have a nicer house, Uh, which will make you happier, yeah, which which will make you live longer, yeah, (laughs) and um, (laughs) (laughs) like it's fun, but that's kind of um, I mean, to say I don't like, do you call The Sims a capitalist game? I mean, it is, I guess, but like it's not. It doesn't have anything to say about it. It's not trying to make a statement about it. It's just making, it's literally, it's cherry picking the dopamine that we do get in Mm. a capitalist society and and gamifying that. I'm not sure I would, you know, villainize the game for that, but um, because it's not, you know, something that they address or try to address in any way, but I think it is.
0: Worth a shower thought, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, let's take a quick break Uh, while you have those shower thoughts. We'll be back in a second. One of the reasons I wanted to get you here, Molly, is to talk about how The Sims 4 in particular lives this entire life through YouTube. Yeah. So for people who maybe haven't dipped a toe in the waters of The Sims on YouTube or for like, you know, for people who you say, I'm a Sims YouTuber and they go, what on earth is that? <laughs> yeah. Can you describe what this landscape looks
1: like? Oh, it's so huge. <laughs> like, that's the thing about The Sims. Like, there are so many ways to play the game. So there are people who create famous celebrities, like, and create sim. There are people like me who do like 60 part let's plays kind of like soap operas in the game Mm -hmm. either exploring like a new expansion or doing challenges the sims community come up with like their own way to test the game really and i like some of my biggest ones have been like runaway teen where you start with absolutely nothing as a teenager Mm uh you can't interact with adults um because then they'll know that you're not going to school and all of these have different challenges, and like you have to basically cr- uh, do like three aspirations usually. Um, there's builders who create some incredible stuff out there. Yeah, so, I
0: love watching uh, Lil Simsy. Yes, just incredible building. Yeah. yeah, so cool.
1: The suburban dream. Yes, a lot of blue
0: <laughs> suburbans.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she'll hate us I've, le-
0: I've learned so much though like i was saying earlier like i've played these games for 20 years but then i started watching youtube and was like oh there's all this other stuff that i haven't even been touching yeah
1: you've you start to realize just how big the game is mm. and how you can use it to your advantage or disadvantage and yeah just so many incredible creators out there who like i found it because i watched someone i think island paradise for the sims 3 came out Mm -hmm. and i was like oh this seems really fun let me see what people online are saying like i was looking for reviews and then i came across um this simmer called life simmer and she was basically starting to play it and she explored it all and i was like wow this is amazing like she's just sat making a tv show with the sims and like you got attached to her characters Mm. and so whilst i was in university i was like oh I've got some spare, like, time on my hands. Like, I play The Sims anyway, so why don't I just start my channel? And that's where it took do off. Do you think
0: that watching her do these kind of soap opera things is why you now do these kind of soap opera things? Yeah,
1: definitely, because I, I got attached to the characters. Mm. And, like, I've always been into, like, English literature and language and uh, writing and creative writing and stuff like that. So getting to play that out in a visualized game It's pretty incredible. And I've always kind of used The Sims as like a diary. Mm. I mean, most people have it installed on their laptop that's like private to them. It's not like the 90s where you were playing in your living room and your parents (laughs) could see (laughs) you. Yeah. So yeah, I know a lot of people who just play it just to get away from the world, which was really nice.
0: And the the challenges that people do in The Sims, I've actually, I've come up with my own one, but I'm not oh, going to tell nice. you what it is yet. I'm going to wait until I've made it and then I'll send it to you and you'll have to tell me if it's good. <laughs> I will. But they, it seems like people come up with them because, or start playing them because maybe they've played the game for so long and they've figured out all of the systems and there is no more challenge in mm. the inherent game. Like they know how to maximize everything and yeah. get their aspirations. So they're creating these these rules that don't exist in the game right so uh so you mentioned runaway teen yeah. what are some other examples uh,
1: black widow challenge oh yeah which is again <laughs> uh, one that i did on my channel they all seem really morbid <laughs> but basically the black widow uh you have to have like the flirt the- they set certain traits and you have to basically earn your fortune by marrying 10 sims and killing them off so you basically <laughs> inherit all their money and their wow. um, furniture and stuff like that and then just kill them off And then the Asylum Challenge, that was where you have eight Sims trapped in one house, really run down, like, asylum, like, think American horror story, fictional. And basically, you only can control one. So there's, like, fires happening. Mm -hmm. There's, like, people walking in on each other as they're going to the bathroom, dying from embarrassment. (laughs) And you basically have to keep Sims alive without controlling
0: that oh cool i have been watching also the 100 baby challenge on buzzfeed
1: oh yeah i don't don't know how people manage that one (laughs) i could never they age off into a toddler and i'm just like no
0: yeah toddlers are rough have you heard
1: of the 100 baby challenge Alex? Uh,
2: i mean it sounds
0: (laughs) it's pretty (laughs) (laughs) self-explanatory alex has a baby one baby right now probably one just enough one's good (laughs) So in this challenge, uh, you have like one Sim who has to have ideally 100 babies, but then they eventually become too old to have babies. So right. then you pass it down to the next generation and they can, they all have <laughs> to be with different parents. So no, no uh, committing to one partner to Do have all, all your babies. the babies
2: need to be fed?
0: Yeah, you have to keep them alive.
1: Yep. Yeah, So
2: overpopulation in, in a household You have to get
1: them up to... A teen, and then I yeah. think you can move them out once they hit teenage, <laughs> Yeah, you or a young adult,
0: yeah. yeah. They have to get an A in school, I think, mm-hmm. and then you can expensive. age them up. And yeah, but... You uh, yeah, <laughs> you don't start
1: out with a lot either. Like, mm-hmm. you literally just build a wall and put, like, a toilet, a bed. You <laughs> sleep outside for majority of it. It's pretty fun. People should go watch it. <laughs> um,
0: and then, uh, so... One thing that I found really interesting was the latest expansion or the latest stuff pack, Tiny Living. Yes. Uh seems as if it was directly created as a result of the challenges people were doing on YouTube already. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's true?
1: Yeah, I feel like it was definitely influenced by the small houses that people would like there are some amazing tiny builders out there, like this one called Miss Griffey who just does tiny builds. Oh cool. And uh she, like she does some incredible like Actual functional builds. You wouldn't expect them to be functional with how small they are um, and Also with like the big influence of like 2019. There was a lot I don't watch like any like come to my tiny home oh, and they yeah. get recommended to me so frequently, so I think they were tr- Following that kind of trend mm-hmm. and also taking inspiration from the challenges
2: of like real tiny houses. Yeah,
0: there's a TV mm-hmm. show in the States I'm sure. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> there's all sorts of like. What real good estate. are you? If not, <laughs> to tell me about this American uh, television show. I mean, my mother show. loves those shows. Okay. She like, she's got those on in the background. Yeah, there's like amazing those,
1: like... spaces over here, mm. which a lot of them oh, are okay. tiny houses.
0: Cool. So yeah, they they added these. <coughs> people were already making like. I wonder if I can make a house this small, right. and then they added it as a thing in the game. So you have like a new setting where you get perks for how small your house is one of which is that you can brag about how tiny your house is (laughs) you can brag
1: about really tiny house Mm -hmm. i think guru's got a little bit of a giggle over (laughs) they do like a live stream every uh every pack release and they were they were having a little giggle to themselves when they were bragging about their tiny house what's your favorite sims 4 expansion Oh, I would say I think my usual go to answer is city living Mm -hmm. just because I use it so frequently. Like when I because I I kind of like play with the American dream, like start in a rundown apartment. Um, But I just think the city adds a lot to the game that or get together because I use the club system. People are like, what does get-together actually come with? I'm like, I use the club system all the time. (laughs) Uh, City living in introduced apartments.
2: Sure. I mean, that's something I think would make it a lot more appealing to, you know, well, (laughs) I don't ever want to live in the suburbs. (laughs) you know. (laughs) So like as far as the game being an escapism of like having a utopia or ideal life, like my ideal life is never in a... uh, in a suburban (laughs) detached house kind of thing. They're
1: all detached. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, of course they are.
2: Um, So that's cool, yeah. So, um...
0: Deleg- Delegracy yeah. on Twitter recently said, I wish there were more games like The Sims. It's such an open landscape to be explored for gaming. It's I still think it's crazy that big gaming companies have barely invested in a women-targeted gaming audience other than smaller budget or mobile games. Uh, and then Kieran Gillen, uh, who's the guy who wrote the Rock Paper Shotgun mm-hmm. article uh, and a friend of mine, said that there, th- there was never a serious attempt to create a Sims competitor it was one of the most depressing things in my time as a games journal. It was like if I'd invented the first-person shooter and then no one else bothered making one. Yep." Why do you think there have been no real competitors to The Sims?
2: I've uh, not heard. I guess I've read this question asked a lot. Um, And there's, uh, I mean, varying answers I feel like like, throw around, but I think that I've thought about it a lot myself as well just because especially in this, you know, indie game, indie dev resurgence and uh, there's always, I mean, even looking at SimCity with like City Skylines Mm. and other Mm -hmm. uh, developer come out and just, do something better. Um, and uh, I think the issue is can be related to sort of like um, The Sims is a huge market, but it's a very dedicated market to that product. It's a very brand... Um,
0: like teenage girls in particular brand loyalty, yeah.
2: Or, I mean, <laughs> think of it like Lego. Uh, Lego is mm. a huge brand and of like a very sort of... Anybody could make these, but it's not just blocks it's like it's the it's the known entity and known quality of lego and i think because i think because the fans uh a large majority of the fans of sims are not um you know games journalists who are trying new games all the time i think a it's very hard for just an indie game who's coming into this niche of very dedicated fans uh not niche in like it's a small market but niche in that it's a specific market Mm -hmm. that's already very saturated yeah I think it's very hard for um, to make that wave, and then especially like simulation games are not easy or cheap to develop. Yeah. Uh, so it'd be a huge investment of something where you're trying to enter a very saturated market. Um, I mean, look at all the knockoffs of Lego and all of those things a kind of business yeah. after. They never go anywhere. Yeah.
1: Molly,
0: what do you reckon the Sims 5 would look like if we if we get a Sims 5?
1: I don't know. I quite like the way The Sims 4 looks. I think The Sims 4 is the best looking Sims game we've mm. ever had. Like I go try and go back to play Sims 3 and I'm just like, I can't do it. What kind of new features? Um, I would love to see them bring open world back because mm. even though Sims 3 was so laggy by the end of its lifetime, like just wasn't optimized in the best way. Um, I think we've made enough progress or at least I hope that they've made enough progress to kind of bring it back and not have it like run on only monster PCs um or even just like open neighborhoods Mm. and I don't think they can do it in the sims 4 now because we are like six years into it and I just don't think that would ever happen um I would love to see some form of open world and like story progression that's the one like biggest thing I miss about the sims 3 but creating
2: your own story like, as you're living or, like, there's a set uh, Just, narrative. like,
1: townies and stuff, like, mm. having, like, background oh, things yeah. going on. Because they don't, like... Like, none of the relationships are really there and they yeah. don't, like... No one gets married, no one has babies... Yeah, you have to use mods to, to make Something to immerse yourself
2: beyond just, like, building your house and getting... Yeah,
0: because uh, I used to do, when I played, like, Legacy Challenges, I'd, like, kick out all of my Sims except the heir or whatever, yeah. and I'd be like, oh, yeah, they can go and have their own families. But then in The Sims 4, and it took me so long to realize that, they just don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just get old and die.
1: Yeah.
2: Is that a problem of... I mean, it's almost this... Uh, because, like you said, they're trying to make the game very runnable on any kind of hardware.
1: I think so. And then
2: a lot of, kind of, simulation stuff does require... You know processing power and everything and
1: right. also like the community is so big now like it's sp- it's spanned over 20 years like there are people who comment on my videos like i'm a 70 year old lady i played <laughs> this when it first came out and i'm still playing it now with my grandkids and i'm just like oh Aww. my god that's amazing um and i think like it is so diverse and so wide it is hard to please everyone and i don't think they're ever gonna do that um i cannot remember where i was going with this point. Um, <laughs> story
0: progression Yeah, it'd be good if we had it.
1: Yeah, some people kind of complain, like when The Sims take too much away from the player, like with Tiny Living, the Murphy Bed Death.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: A lot of people are complaining right now, saying that's happening far too frequently. <laughs> you
0: know, that, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. So they can
1: get <laughs> trapped under it and die. And, like, it does happen, like, every, like, one to five tries. So that one, like, <laughs> people don't like it when you take too much control away from it. The then chance of death. Some people like TV. it. Like, yeah. I quite like The Sims 2, where there would be drama kicking off around you and you'd have to try and fix it or mm. play along with it. I guess if you could have it as, like, an option, that yeah, would be good. Yeah, more settings, yeah. basically. Okay.
2: Have you heard of, uh, I just remembered this, Paralives?
1: Yes, my comments have been flooded with Paralives <laughs> comments <science> recently. <laughs> uh, okay. uh,
2: I mean, I just remember hearing about it. I don't. I think it's very early in development. Yeah, it's I one d-
1: one dude who's doing yes, it. Yeah, it
2: might come out in 10 years or something. Oh, but this is
1: the thing where
0: all of his GIFs are just like showing like moving objects around in the houses. Yeah,
1: yeah right
2: probably. now I think it's, the development is very focused on the kind of building mm. of your house or stuff and everything like that. And I imagine that they probably want to bring in stuff that's more around needs and mm. uh you know living a life in yeah a they've sims, said that
1: they want to introduce like the powers which are like the people that you basically the sims right. so but we've yet to see any of that like people keep saying to me are you excited and i'm like the build looks really cool but like <laughs> i'm not a builder um so like i would love to see the gameplay side mm. of it for
2: if it's one person i imagine it's going to be something like in a very long time i mean yeah uh, it
1: looks nice though like yeah. yeah, it looks like an indie game, but it looks like a lot of fun. And it's kind of taking that like feedback from The Sims 4 and it's kind of working to get those kinks out of it. Yeah. Maybe
0: it'll get uh, EA to kind of up their game. I
1: hope so. The next Sims 5.
0: <laughs> that
2: would probably be, I mean, so thinking just personally as far as what would get me back mm. into The Sims, it feels like, um, I mean, so I know there's sales all the time and everything like that, but the cost of getting... Invested into the Sims 4 at this <laughs> it's point. Big. I mean, I don't know how many expansions there are, but I know that they all like at full price are like 35 quid or something. They also like do that.
0: this thing where when you load up the game it shows you which ones you have and which yeah. ones you don't have. Uh,
2: and I mean sure, stuff like Paradox does this as well, but mm. um yeah, what would it be like four or five hundred pounds if you bought everything? Oh
1: Easily for I would say because there's I think there's seventeen stuff packs and there are ten are each. <laughs> then there's game packs which are twenty quid each. Yeah. And then the expansions, expansions are like forty quid. Yeah. And just
2: the base game. Uh, base
1: game's about forty, I think. The Sims yeah. you have to it's like you were
0: saying earlier about like Lego being like the only thing of its yeah. kind. Like if you play the Sims, like it's kind of just it's like instead of playing all other videos. No for games, sure. No, when Sims. do the Sims
2: four come out? I mean you just that's a game you play and like mm. that's the update um and what you're dedicated to. I mean, it's not really any different than um you know FIFA or Madden players buying yeah, you know the new, the new game or whatever kind of sometimes them. they have expansions for competitions or something like that. But for to get back into it, that's like a huge hurdle because it's the same thing. I mean, you see all the times on forums when somebody's trying to get into some other game that has a bunch of expansions. Mm-hmm. Like which ones are essential, and you don't even know which ones you need to get yeah, in. I and then,
1: I'm like it's so like it really depends on how you play what parenthood. you like to play. Parenthood, your yeah. favorite. That's your go-to. I just, yeah. And Having kids. Realistically, Love
2: it. <laughs> going, even if The Sims 5 came out, and I knew that that was just going to be the future of The Sims 5 was two, three expansions every year that were all going to be this. It just feels like too much to,
1: to get it. It's a in. big commitment. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: versus like some other indie game that might come along <laughs> and do something interesting and maybe something that they build on <laughs> with stuff. It just feels like a much more manageable
0: well, Entry you'll point, you'll have to try that when it comes out, and you can let us know, and we'll keep playing The Sims so yeah. do a <laughs> uh, uh, I, I mean, it's
2: it's an ideal though, right? I mean, I want to because The Sims is such a it's such a behemoth in a like in a good way of what it you can do in that game and everything, but it it's just kind of a shame that it re- it requires that investment to get in mm. into it. Versus, um, I mean, EA would obviously never make those free content, <laughs> that free content, or even would never they couldn't develop it to be just all part of a base game or, like, yeah. because it's uh how they have to, you know, make it very easy to play on, all sorts of stuff, and... Oh,
1: well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've had the discussion about seasons. Like, oh, um, yeah. a lot of people have said, at least adding like a cloud system. So, like, sure. not every day is an eternal summer. Cause <laughs> I think for The Sims 4, we had that for four or five years. Yeah, it was just a while. Eternal yeah. sunshine. And then we got seasons. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of what can they do realistically to, I mean, at the end of the day, they're still a business yeah. um, to make money, but also to, make that base game worth it to people Mm. when they've just spent £500 on the previous one.
2: And they probably can't go backwards as far as like uh, fidelity and stuff like that because Mm. now there's an expectation of, I mean, you could realistically probably implement a lot of really cool systems if it wasn't so shiny, uh, but now there's the expectation of it being, uh, looking like it looks and everything.
0: Yeah. I would love to know what people watching or listening to this uh, want in Sims 5 uh, or basically any thoughts on anything we've talked about over this episode. We've covered a lot. uh, So if you have any thoughts, you can obviously comment them below or you can post on glasshouse.games or you can email us even at community at glasshouse.games or tweet us at GHD show. Normally at this point, I would uh, read out emails that we have received or comments we've uh, interesting comments we've had, um, but I'm going to save them till next week. This has been quite a long episode, Um, but I've got a couple of quick... Follow-ups to previous episodes we made. So if you watched our episode about Blitz Chung and the Hong Kong protests, you might want to check out Chris Bratt's interview with Blitz Chung in Hong Kong uh, for his video series People Make Games, which I'll put a link to in the episode description. Um and then for our episode on the Witcher television show did you watch that?
1: No, I've not watched it. It's yet. pretty good. i need to
0: watch it. It's pretty good. I just finished watching it. Spread it out. It's better that way. Uh, So Keith Stewart for The Guardian wrote this article, Will the success of The Witcher herald a golden age of game-to-TV adaptations? Uh, Which is an interesting read, has some interesting thoughts on why games might work better as television versus as films. Um, Also, the song from the Witcher television show that we sang in the episode is now available. Uh, The Witcher Netflix Twitter account tweeted, when a humble bard wrote a catchy song, you tweeted and asked us what's taking so long. Um, So the soundtrack for The Witcher is available now and the Toss A Coin single as well. Um, And finally, as always, we follow up all that food for thought with food. So this week, I wanted to make something that is in The Sims. The Sims have a baking skill that came with an expansion, right? Yeah, get to work. Get to work. Uh, so you can make brownies in The Sims. So I've made brownies, but Ooh. these are vegan brownies. Are pistachios? Nice. These are pistachios and, and raspberries. raspberries. Is oh, that okay? Yeah, just, <laughs> They look was, amazing. There's no grapefruit in these, but oh, please yeah. help yourself. Um, <laughs> means I'm safe. So yeah, and they are, you don't have to make these vegan, but they are vegan. It's an Anna Jones recipe, uh, as are so many of my bakes. Um, and these ones have coconut oil, and coconut sugar in them even so they're it's basically health food um, <laughs> is it good mm. nice Quite yes nice. excellent um has anyone got anything that they want to share or recommend uh while we're here you want to plug your channel
1: yeah so on youtube i am the english simmer and then over on twitch it's just english simmer
0: okay so know the on Twitch. know the excellent and you do what are you doing any let's plays at the moment
1: i am currently doing discover university Mm. and i've also just started a new challenge i think i'm three or four parts into it so criminal empire challenge
0: oh exciting yeah okay enjoying it i better watch that because i never like i don't i don't make like bad sims (laughs) i'm always really reluctant to make evil sims it's fun okay
1: it was fun i have to give
0: that a watch uh anything you want to share or recommend alex
2: I'm going to New Orleans next week, so are you? if there's anything I need to try there, let me know. I'm sure there'll be <laughs> so
0: many suggestions.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, Dan, our musician, would be very jealous. Uh, yeah. Good, good jazz scene, obviously in New Orleans. Um, if we've made you hungry, uh, you can find this recipe in Anna Jones' book, A Modern Way to Cook. Uh, there are a lot of vegan recipes in there, but they're not all vegan. So, if you're if you for some reason object to leaving animal products out of your food, uh, you can make them with eggs and milk. Um, if you have any suggestions for food we should try or topics we should discuss, uh, head over to glasshouse.games and leave us a comment. Email us at community at glasshouse.games or tweet us at GHG show. You can watch more of our shows on YouTube or at glasshouse.games. Thank you, Alex P. Thank you. <laughs> and our special guest, Molly. Thank
1: you so much for having me. Uh,
0: for joining me this week. And thanks also, as always, to the wonderful... The amazing, the incredible, indomitable, ind- <laughs> inimitable kits. Cheers <laughs> for making the show happen every week, and to Dan C Parks for the music. I'm Jordan Erica Weber. Talk again soon.